Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. Your hosts, Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox with Thomas Thrash from Hootens.com. Your source for Arkansas high school football. You're now Between the Mats. Welcome to Between the Mats. I am Matt McJunkins. We are live here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. I've got my man, Matty Stats Wilcox. How you doing, Matt? I'm good, brother. How are you? Man, I'm doing awesome. Great to be here today. And Thomas Thrash over here with Hootens Football. How's it going, Thomas? I'm doing great. Great. Had some good football Friday night. Again, some big games, some head scratchers. Uh, head scratchers. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> First off, you went to – I went to Cross County for the uh, EPC, the Dennis Gain Show. Right. And, uh, yeah, cross, uh, EPC, Mercy Rule in the first half. Got a touchdown, uh, uh, kind of not a Hail Mary, but a, uh, you know, 40-yard touchdown pass at the end of the half to get the Mercy Rule. Nice. Yeah, and then, then so then I left, and I sit there and talked to Gaines' dad in the end zone for 20 minutes in <laughs> uh, his crew. And so uh, I told him I'd see him – Week 10 on Thursday night, they got uh, Mark Tree. Oh, wow. That'll be a great game on Thursday one. night. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be awesome. Yeah, for sure. There were some good games across the state. There really was, yeah. Then, Dusty was at the Pine Bluff Mills game, the Battle of Pine Bluff. The fight or the game? Both. <laughs> He's at both. Yeah, that's unfortunate that such a great game got you know marred by such bad sportsmanship after bad it was over. Yeah. Poor decisions. And yeah. so we'll see this week if uh, any suspensions are – I'd be shocked know. if there's not a lot. I'd, I'd be – yeah, I'd be shocked. Yeah, that's that's pretty sad, man. Because really now is. they have the huddle. So huddle assist is recording the full time. So, yeah. like, so the AAA guarantee <laughs> has that video, and yeah. they're it breaking it down. It ain't no he said, she said. No, no. no. Uh-huh. So it's recording – Entire time, like it's a security camera. Have you seen the video? No, no, I've not seen. I've seen the videos that somebody posted. Okay, but I have not seen the the, the huddle video, which I guarantee you this. Or or they're, the coach are saying, no, we're not sending it. We don't have it. <laughs> we had a glitch. You had a glitch. Somebody forgot to sign in that night. Yeah, so delete that as quickly as possible. Yeah, that's right. Unless you're. Maybe one no, coach e- or the other. No, either way, either way, I think <laughs> both coaches like yeah, delete that. Delete that. That's funny. So, UCA, you were there yesterday. Oh, man, I tell you what. Woo! I, we we were coming back. I was hoping to get there and, and tailgate with y'all for a little bit, but we didn't get back from Bald Knob until right at game time. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, man. You know, I, last week I told you that the week before against Southern Utah, it was probably the craziest game I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> And then this week, (laughs) and then this week, the fourth quarter might have been the most exciting game I've ever seen in my life. I mean, it was just incredible. It was like two totally different teams. I loved Justin Acres. Did you see his his posts today? I don't know if I did or not. He said, (laughs) he said, "Hey, Red Hawks." Maybe don't don't dance on the sidelines after the third quarter. He said we play four four quarters. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) We play four quarters in Conway. That's good. Were they talking trash? Uh, Apparently, pretty so. chippy. Yeah. There was a lot of uh, yeah. extracurriculars, there were. and most of them were against them. Yeah, we, <laughs> most we, of them. we had. Uh, that's another game. We had eleven penalties. I think this game for 120 yards. Mm. So it's two games in a row we've had over 100 yards in penalties. Mm. Logan Jessup played well. He did play well. David Walker played well when yeah. he wasn't hitting. That is more yards. <laughs> when he than, wasn't getting the personal foul. Yeah. <laughs> that is more yards than Arkansas had <laughs> total. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, we 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 have to talk about the hogs, but we can wait till yeah. Till yeah. Later. Do we have to? <laughs> right, right. So uh, sponsors, hey, American Safeguard Insurance. We're here in their studio tonight. We appreciate them and all they do. We hey, if you need home, auto, life, business. Listen, we're doing a contest right now. You could literally make me money if you let me write your insurance. Yeah. Yeah, because just any insurance or just I can make money off any of them. Well, I'm just saying, what's the, what's the contest? Okay, for? so so commercial. I'm a commercial guy, right? right. So any personal lines policy, I, obviously, I get paid on as the agent anyway. Mm-hmm. But but I get ten thousand points for a personal lines policy or new customer that we write for uh, sending them to the personal lines. Gotcha. And then I get twenty thousand for a life for the personal lines. It's flip flop, so they get ten thousand for a commercial. Uh, and then twenty thousand also for life, and then we also get our premium. So when it all adds up together, if you hit like five hundred thousand, you can make up to five grand wow. if, if you win. Though it's winner take all. Yeah. So one cool. person's going to win it all. That's good. Yeah. So big opportunity here. So if you care about my kids, do the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, Globe Life Everett Associates, uh, Liberty National Division, yeah. Jason, uh, Everett Associates. Yeah. Uh, Jason, Sarah Everett, good folks. Doing some awesome things. We've had kids really get banged up lately in peewee football. Mm-hmm. You know, every time I see that, I think, man. Hope that, they that, ha- I hope they have that policy. That accident yeah. protector policy, you're talking a few dollars a month, mm-hmm. pays you cash. Yeah. And so, uh, if you don't have that and you've got athletes, please get it. It's just extra protection. It I mean, is. It, it's pennies on the – you know, it's, it, it doesn't – it's it's very, very inexpensive. And it literally would, would make a huge difference if any of the min- minor – you know, injury, but also, I mean, I get, I get cancer. My, my family gets a $50,000 check. Yeah, sure. So yeah, I mean, there's, there's just so many good benefits and it's just cheap. Yeah. You know, call your roofing. Oh yeah. Is it November 8th? November 8th. Or 10th? November 8th. 8th. Yeah. There's their 10 year anniversary. 10 year anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. I talked to, to, uh, to Freeman the other day. He's getting some cups made for the 10 year anniversary. That's awesome. So I'm helping him with that and, you know they're they're good folks. They've been doing a good. Uh, it's hard for me to believe they've been doing it that long, but they've been doing a great job for a long time. They really have. And then you know, this last I'd say probably these last three years, their business has just taken off. And you know, it, it's it's just a testament to the kind of business they do and how they treat people. And so um, that's they're reaping the benefits now. You, you just never really see them in a low time. Right. No law. You yeah, know, there's the tornado helped them. I mean, like, I mean, I, I like, mean, it's are, just are they, are they in Little Rock? Like, they're all over the state. Yeah. Well, I, with with you know the the just the hail damage claims we've had here in Faulkner County, yeah. they've probably got more than they can handle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, I'm sure that you know other stuff outside of this area as well. But the, it's just been a special year for that kind of need. Yes. I mean, there's been so many claims. Insurance. That's why insurance rates have just skyrocketed. Right. But for your roofing companies, especially your your reputable ones, things are just rolling right yeah. now. All right, well, that's it for our first segment. We've got uh, some good stuff coming up. We're going to hit up our top tens next. Maddie, you ready for seven A? Man, we're getting close to uh, when it's really starting to make. Uh, it's really starting to get important for playoff seedings. Hey, the conference championships uh, Friday night. Seven A, we got seven A West. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So when we get back, we'll we'll start our seven A top tens, and we'll be back in just a bit. Your insurance is only as good as your agent. At American Safeguard Insurance, we have excellent agents. I'm Tori Martin, personal lines manager with ASI. 
Our team makes customer service a priority. American Safeguard Insurance does everything in-house from personal to commercial, bonds to life and health. We will work fast and efficiently for you. Stop by and meet the ASI family in our new location at 1165 Bob Courtway Drive or visit americansafeguardins.com for a free quote. Experience more coverage, more savings, and more service with American Safeguard Insurance. Hey, high school sports fans. This is Matt McJunkins with Between the Mats, better known as Junk. For several years now, I have felt protected personally having coverage with Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett Associates for cancer, accidental death, and more. I feel even better now that I found out that with their Accident Protector Max policy, my boys are covered on and off the field. It provides accidental death and dismemberment for the entire family with coverage for emergency treatment, hospital stays, and more. The best part, in the unfortunate event that we have an accident, the benefits are paid directly to me. For just a few bucks a day, I can't afford not to have it. As a dad of athletes, it's important to know that my kids are protected. It's important for your kids to be protected too. Give them a call today at 501-225-5556. Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett & Associates. They'll get you covered. All right, we're back here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. We got our top tens. Matty, kick us off with 7A. All right, top ten for 7A. Going into week seven, the Bryant Hornets at number one. Five and one on the year beat Central 45 to six, and they will play at home this week against Little Rock Southwest. Number two, the Wampus Cats of Conway. Six and oh, beat the rivals Cabot 52 to 14 in a dominating fashion, and they will be at Fort Smith Northside this week. And the Centennial Bank Bowl, they brought it back to Conway this year. Oh, yeah. That's a big win for them. Number, Huge. Number three, Bentonville, 4-2 and two on the year. Beat Heritage 84-0. to zero. Uh, I saw this is, this is a crazy stat. So, there's 11 teams that were shut out this week in, in Arkansas. There was 58 people, eight teams that scored more than 40. Is that right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And 32 of them scored more than 50. Wow. Well, your good offenses are – well, really so, but, but 20 years ago, you never many, heard how, of that. No, you, but it was doing, unheard of. They, they scored 45 points, yeah. But they're doing things offensively now that it's just different, yeah. Yeah, you so know. you so essentially, defense doesn't win championships anymore, not anymore. No. I even, even I mean, Saban admitted that yeah, a couple years ago. I mean, you ago. have to score 40, and, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna take up for the defense a little bit here. They've hamstrung this defense, like. The way that you're able to block on the edges with your receivers now, like, oh yeah, oh and oh oh, and the push, uh, the Reggie Bush push, yeah, uh, the the run, the runner assist, yes, you know who the does push push, yeah, yeah. The, the you know what uh, who does the best job of that is Parkview. If you they get under center and they have like two dudes behind them like at fullback that are their whole job is to go hammer the quarterback <laughs> in the back, and so they've got four hundred pounds pushing against you know yeah. against the back of the quarterback, you can get four yards. Oh yeah. And all day long. you could almost do that all the way down the field. Yeah. Not if you got a 250 pound quarterback, though. <laughs> no, no, you could do no, that. No, we do that now. We did that, yeah. Yeah, we do that now. Never okay. Mind. Yeah. Uh, did it work? Uh, I, wasn't, yeah. I didn't really watch it. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bentonville will play at Fayetteville this week. Conference championship. time. Man. Conference championship. Yeah, for sure. That'd be a fun one to go to. Number four is Fayetteville. They're 6 0 on the season. They beat Southside 45 to 31. And, uh, like Mr. Junk has talked about for many weeks now, Fayetteville's offense is just – they're rolling, man. They put up at least 40 every yeah. week, and so – But they, they give up. They do. They give us some points. They do give up a lot yeah, of points. That's going to be big Friday night is – Because Bentonville's ben, defense is not, not – Right, right. Bentonville's is just your typical Bentonville pretty balanced on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Um, 
if they can slow down Fayetteville, they're going to have a tough time winning at home. Uh, but at the same time, Bentonville's got to stop them. So tell me this, because I've, I've never really had a chance to go watch 7A football in northwest Arkansas. Is there a big-time home field advantage for Fayetteville in this one? I don't know. I mean, because I, I haven't been to a Fayetteville game. I've been to Bentonville, and there yeah. it and definitely I, well, is. I've, I've heard that Bentonville is Bentonville's unbelievable. Right. unreal. And so Bates, our newest guy, is from ben, uh, from Fayetteville. Okay. So he's going to the game. His dad's a – That's going to be a letdown after going to Middle Springs. <laughs> it, is, it is. He was at Middle Springs last week. He'll be at the conference championship 7-8. Yeah, so uh, – but, yeah, I think there probably is. Okay. Because, it's. I mean, it's packed. Those guys support their teams. Sure. I mean, it, especially Bentonville. I mean – it was, I mean, Benville has probably the best home field advantage. That's I've what seen. I've heard. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's awesome. That's cool. All right. Number f- uh, five this week is we got a little shakeup is Bentonville West. We moved Bentonville West to five as they're four and two on the season. Beat Rogers 31 25. I just want to say, me and you kind of went back and forth on this one. And I'm not real sure what the right answer is, but then beating Rogers really threw a wrench in <laughs> It really did. <laughs> <laughs> Rogers, I think, came off a hangover of their last two games. Were like extremely emotional. They beat Southside two weeks ago mm-hmm. on a last second, you know, drive, and then they come in and lose to Fayetteville on a fumbled on the twenty yard line when they were going to score to win. Right. It's an emotionally draining, and I don't think they played well. Sure, but yeah, I mean, because Rogers is a very very talented yeah. team. Yeah, I mean, cause offensively. You- because you look well, at yeah, this. everybody's offensively good up in the West. No one apparently, no one plays defense. It's the Big Twelve. <laughs> yeah, <it's> the Big <laughs> 12. <laughs> yeah. So Bentonville West. I mean, you look at them at number five. Then we got Rogers at six and Cabot at seven, and they've all kind of beat each other. That's right. And so it's. it's but who did it late? Yeah, lately, right. it's, we're, I mean, we're, we're getting the and point. That's what where it comes down to. Head to head. Yeah. In, in in rankings, it's who who done it. Yeah. Who's playing who's better playing now? Right now? Yeah. Right. yeah but, but we're getting the point where you can't really go head to head because if 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 Central beats Bryant, do you bump them up to? Above Brian. Well, but here in the real world. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying, so. <laughs> I, mean, can't I mean, there's some logic involved. <laughs> <laughs> so, number five is Bentonville West. They will play uh, at home against Harbor this week. And number six is Rogers after they took that uh, close loss to Bentonville West. They're four and two on the year. They will play at Springdale. Number seven, Cabot, three and three on the season as they took one on the chin to Conway. They will be at Little Rock Central. Number eight, Fort Smith Southside, three and three, lost to Fayetteville, forty-five thirty-one, and they're at Rogers Heritage. Number nine, North Little Rock, two and four, as they beat Southwest, forty-four to thirteen, and an impressive victory there. I thought that yeah. would be a pretty close ball yeah, game. Yeah, I did too. And, and one of the Southwest coaches, I think, or somebody of the program said, "I guarantee on Facebook, it was hilarious. I guarantee we will not lose to North Little Rock." I was like, "That's not going to be good." You shouldn't say you shouldn't that. Shouldn't say that out loud. <laughs> so they will Joe be Namath. They will be at home against Jonesboro this week, and number ten is Jonesboro. As they beat Northside fifty-five to forty-one, I, I want to go back to what Thomas said. There, there's a lot of truth to what you said about the head-to-heads, but I think it matters who's playing. Yeah, but depending on also the, look at depending Rogers, on the two teams that are playing. Yes, you're you're going to rank. Can always Arkansas head of Bama if we if we come away with a win this week, right? No, no. Okay, that, that, and that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. But but if there's two alike teams and one gets yes. the edge, yeah. you've got to go that way. Right. Now, if somebody obviously laid an egg, and we look at body of work too, absolutely. So because yeah. Rogers' body of work is pro- is better than Bentonville West. I, I agree. Yeah, we we discussed that. Yeah, we did. But not tremendously better. Yeah, it is. A cab. A cab what was the close loss to Cabot? Three three points. Yeah. At second week of the second season. Second week of the season. I mean, it's. I think they play again. They beat them I do too. right now. So, yeah. Probably. Probably. And so, listen, it's, it's not going to shake out. It's not going to shake out. This is just three guys <laughs> just hanging out and right. talking about football. <laughs> That's right. All right, 6A. 
Greenwood, 6-0, they did not play. They needed to heal up after a week with Greenbrier. <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up. Now you understand the frustration we have when we rank all 50 teams at 4A. Right. We're going, Listen, hey. We've already talked about this once, and, and we, we thought we had you convinced to stop doing that. No, no, it's, it's hard because fans are getting mad. They're like, what? We, I thought we were 45th. No, yeah, no, we beat, we, beat the 46, yeah. we beat the 44th best team. Yeah. Like, there, there is nothing to gain by that. No, no. there's nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. We're, we're talking about in the book next year, just doing top 20. Yeah. And they're just doing all unranked. I think that'd be wise. I do too. <laughs> well, and, and it's, it, it's, there's not exact science, no. first of all. And no. it's just not helping the sport yeah, grow. And you're splitting hairs when you get down yeah, in like, that We're stuff. like, okay, this, they lost by 80 yeah. to this team, and they, this team only lost by 76. But did they, you know. <laughs> and you don't the, gain any fans by the team that's. No. no, no. Well, sometimes you do. Like, hey, we're, we're ahead of this team. <laughs> <laughs> Last year we were 48. <laughs> we're moving up. All right, so I mentioned Greenwood 6-0. and They will go to Lake Hamilton. Uh, that Lake, Lake Hamilton team, you could tell uh, that there's, the injury bug has hurt them. So I talked to my brother. He, You know, he runs the chains for us, yeah. and he was talking to some of the guys on the sideline for Lake Hamilton. He said, man, we're just – we're beat up. He yeah, said, you could tell. He said our, our backup quarterback is playing injured. Their stud fullback is playing injured. He said, "We just we're just beat up, man." And you could tell with that forty four yeah. uh, that he was he was banged up. Yeah, he was he was playing through it. But I'm gonna tell you, if they had three or four of those guys, Whew. you talk about tough, right, how tough. many chain crew guys do you know? I mean, honestly, I'm asking. It's a, fr- it's a fraternity. <laughs> it, is. it is okay because I so so I, I I go to Warren Crossett last week and uh, I see Reed McKinney and his his uh, brother in laws. It, on the, the who are the Warren Chanker? They're the CrossFit game. I was like, are y'all judging the uh, this this group? He's like, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We're judging these yeah. guys. Like they need to pick it up a little bit. Hey, I know, so, uh, <laughs> did you see how long it took that guy to put that that deal down on the ground? <laughs> That's right. Hey. All right, so uh, number two, Benton. Hey, you know we've kind of us and Hootens has kind of gone back and forth, gigging each other about who's uh, number two. Yeah, but hey, well, uh, Benton is is they're rolling. Uh, they're rolling. They are now, Grant. Christian is yeah. yeah, I mean, again, again, we've had this conversation before. What do you expect them to do? You expect them to win. Yeah. yeah. And they did. Uh, they beat uh, Green County Tech 63-7. to They'll play at Jacksonville. you got to imagine that's not going to be any better. Hey, Jacksonville's coming off a huge win they versus, versus uh, uh, Sylvan Hills. Yeah. you got to imagine They're... that's not going to be any better. <laughs> 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 Number three, Little Rock Christian. <clears throat> They're 5-1. and one. They beat Mountain Home 51-0. to zero. They'll play at Solemn Springs. Hey, can I I'm yeah, pause you, jump in there? So, Christian, you know, I went and watched them play against PA, and it's almost like – it's almost like they woke a, a sleeping giant. I mean, it really was. Like, that defense for Christian that night was, yeah. p- was playing on a, such a high level. Yeah. And then you look at this Mountain Home team who's been pretty good. They've been playing pretty well. And they shut them out, like, 51-0. to zero. They're like, just doing that to make sure PA knows that, uh, that they <laughs> that can it do wasn't it. A, that it wasn't a fluke. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm really excited. Uh, you know, this top four or five teams coming into playoffs, it's going to be fun. It really is. It's going to be a lot of fun, and and you know, it feels like all year long that Greenwood's kind of been on a maybe a little different level, but now maybe the last couple of weeks, you're seeing Benton and Little Rock Christian say, "Not so fast." Don't, don't forget about us. Yeah, yeah, because because hey, uh, we might be there in the end. Going back to Jacksonville, sorry, uh, this is the only time we get to talk about them. So, <laughs> hey, their quarterback, one of my buddies, uh, is. is Coaching defense still Hills. He said the Jacksonville quarterback is one of the most athletic guys he's seen. Really? He said he's like, he, you, know, you couldn't tackle him in a phone booth. There's there's a lot of those. It's kids it's, out it's, there. it's Marion Ball. It's, yeah. it's a junior quarterback. So so I mean, 
And Look I know out this, for him. This is a different level, but we we played we played PB football against a team Saturday that's that's kind of the the lesser of the two teams in their in their city, mm-hmm. uh, and they've been bad bitten by injuries. But their quarterback, I told one of my assistants last night, I was like, "That's the best back we play all year long." That right? I mean, he just didn't want to go down. Yeah, he's a hard runner. He's fast. You see that through the state, though. See some of these teams who, you know, could have one could, guy could, that couldn't beat a elite. couldn't beat a, a beehive. Uh, they've got some, some a guy or two yeah. that are just. They, when, no. you, when you see him, like, oh man, how yeah. have they not won more games? Well, if he was on another team, it'd be sure. different. Well, I mean, Southwest, perfect example. Sure, I mean, they've got three or four kids that can absolutely go. That's mm-hmm. absolutely right. All right, so Little Rock Christian will play at Salem Springs, PA number four. They're five and one. They beat Silent Springs sixty to thirteen. So now Christian will beat them seventy to, to yeah. two, just to make sure PA knows. Hey, pretty big week this week for PA as they play Van Buren at home. I, I, I think they'll probably show that that they really are the number four team still. Yeah, but uh, Van Buren's playing better ball well, than they yeah. started out, and they got some athletes. They're kind of dudes. Yeah. yeah, number five Marion beat Cersei fifty six to thirty five. I picked old Zach Clark over there because I thought, man, this might. I know he'd go. score a lot. Right. I know he'd score. Yeah. Uh, but Marion's got a tough one this week. They go to West Memphis. Big rivalry. Is that is that a trophy game of any kind? Surely it is. I'm, I'm sure it is. Yeah, I, yeah. our 6A rider is, is a Marion guy, and he's jacked about it. <laughs> I bet he is. The Greyhound trophy. <laughs> <laughs> they used to race Greyhounds over there, yeah, didn't they? Yeah, they sure did. All right, uh, number seven, Little Rock Catholic. Or actually, number six is West Memphis. And as we just mentioned, well, they beat Elder Ray to 43-10, but as we mentioned, they'll play Marion. Number seven, Little Rock Catholic. Beat Sheridan 28-14, a little closer than I thought. Same. A couple of weeks now, Catholics playing a little lower level than they've been. Uh, I mean, their, their game against Benton, you know, we thought we had right. huge expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they go to West Memphis. And I think that shows more about how Braylon Russell was beat up a little bit early this year. He, he, didn't, but play. he, didn't, he didn't play any defense to give up 45 points. That's true. That's right. And also, this quarterback at Benton. Yeah. He's playing on playing a different level. He's a sophomore. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna be. A, he's gonna be a stud. All right, so that gets us to. Oh well, Catholic will play at Sylvan Hills. Number eight, Greenbrier beat Lake Hamilton twenty-one to zero. They got a big one Friday night at Russellville. Uh, defense That's, played phenomenally. Gave up one hundred twenty-five total yards. Total of yards. So uh, first half it was thirty. Yeah. Thirty yards of offense. And honestly, I mean, I, we we talked about it on the broadcast, and we felt like we could have stretched the field on them several times. And you know, once we got up twenty-one, we kind of took the air out of the ball and just tried to win the ball game. But I, I think offensively, we could have we could have put up quite a few more. Points. Oh, I think so too. Uh, Cersei four and two. They lost to Marion fifty-six to thirty-five. They'll play Green County Tech. Expect them to bounce back this week. And then number ten, Mountain Home lost to Little Rock Christian, but this Mountain Home team's much improved. Much improved. Year. That's right. All right, so that's going to be it for our 7 and 6A. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, it'll be down to the 5 and the 4. When it comes to your roof, the cost of repair or replacement can be overwhelming. You need a reliable roofing team to address problems with your roof to prevent potential or additional damage to your property. If you have concerns about your roof, you can count on the Call Your Roofing team to take care of your roofing needs and develop a solution that's best for you. At Call Your Roofing, we have over 50 years of combined experience. We're a local, family-owned and operated business that strives to do our very best every day. We provide professional service and hire trustworthy employees. 
Collier Roofing is master certified, licensed, and bonded. When you reach out to Collier Roofing, we will send a member of our team to perform an inspection of your entire roof. Since 2013, Collier Roofing has worked to be the roofing company that Arkansas can count on. We work hard to ensure a quality job, from using durable roofing materials to hiring trustworthy, qualified employees. We offer a variety of high-quality roofing services to give you a durable and beautiful roof for your home or business. Whether residential or commercial, replacement or repairs, even seamless gutters, Give us a call at 501-733-5163 or visit our website at callyourroofingllc.com. All right, we're back here in studio here. We have got our fives and our fours, top tens. Maddie, let it go. Yes, sir. 5A, week seven, number one, Little Rock Park View, 6-0 on the season. Beat Hope 56-6. to They will be at Arkansas, no, they'll be at home against Arkansas High this week. Number two, Shiloh Christian, the Saints, just keep on doing it. Five and one on the season. Beat Harrison at Harrison, which is not an easy place to play. Beat them 55 to 25, and they will be at home against P. Ridge. Number three, Joe T. Robinson, five and one. Beat Maumelle 48 to 38 in a very highly contested ball game, and they will be at BB this week. They uh, spoiled uh, the Brian Moppin return. Uh, so this is the second year. That Maupin's been at Maumel. He was a you know former defensive coordinator for Robinson. Yeah. So last year they you know they Maumel led till the very last you know minute in the game. So this year they were up again. Yeah. And it was a great game. And so uh, this is his first time back at Robinson and, playing. And you can tell that he's got that program trending in the right direction. Oh, you, a thousand percent. Big big win last week. Yeah. And then played Robinson to the yeah, end. Yeah. They they're not just playing one good game. No, yeah. No. And then they got some talent. They up. got a good quarterback. He's throwing the ball really well. Is he, is he a sophomore? Do you know? I want to say yes. Okay. I got to think about it, though. I, I want to think that he is. I think he is because I asked him. Yeah, that's that's bright future for him. Yes. Number four, Valley View, 5-1 and one on the year, beat Wynn 35-3. They will be at home against Brooklyn. I didn't get Carson Turley's uh, stats this week. He has just really had a great season. He has. He's, he's played solid so, all so year. So, I got there. I got to their win game in the – Right at the end of the third quarter, I left the EPC cross county game at halftime after I talked to to Dennis Gaines' dad for twenty minutes, <laughs> and then uh, so anyway, I get there and I get on the the visitor side, park there, and there's all this construction. You know, you can't get in. The other the only gate is on the other side, so I'm I'm crawling through construction stuff <laughs> with a camera, and everybody's looking at me. And I get there right before the uh, last touchdown to go up the Mercy Roll, and then I realize what am I doing here? Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go home. Right? Why? I'm, you know? And then so, but it was. Yeah, they look good. Yeah, and and their subs came in when I when I was leaving. Gotcha. But it was uh you know but but Win had a big stop early. It was only like seven nothing. Like yeah, I that, mean, but that Win team has really turned a corner. They have no, and, and I, you say that, and it doesn't sound like when you get mercy ruled by Valley View, yeah. but it, yeah. they really have. Yeah, oh, I and believe I think, it. I think this Valley View team is hands down the best team in that conference. It's not, although, yeah, it's not close. Although Southside's undefeated. Hey, Southside has also not played the heart of their schedule. They, they haven't. haven't. Number five is Hot Springs and the Fighting Matty Ices. Five and one on the <laughs> year. Beat DeQueen 39 to it? zero. The, it's the walls, the walls of Troy. <laughs> the walls of Troy. <laughs> That's right. And they will play at Magnolia this coming week. Number six, Mills, six and one. After that win, they, they jumped to number six, beat Pine Bluff 24 to 21. Double overtime. 
And a little well, controversy after the game. Unfortunately, had some extra We're still waiting on the sanctions to come down from <laughs> AAA. Right. And they will be off this week. So uh, they need that. They, yep. They've had two emotional weeks. Couldn't come at a better time for them. Number seven is Pine Bluff. They dropped to number seven after the loss. They're five and two on the season, and they will be at Whitehall. So another emotional game for them. Yes. Yeah. So uh, this Whitehall Pine Bluff game. So let's get into that a little bit. You know, Pine Bluff, the, two weeks ago, kind of squeak by BB, and then they go last week and go head-to-head with Mills, and it's a knockdown drag out. Now they've got to go to their crosstown rival against Whitehall. But Mills is also their crosstown rival. That's true. Because most of those players, they know real well. They <laughs> yeah. shared a locker room with them last year or two years ago. Right. Whitehall really impressed us mm-hmm. until last week. We didn't, yeah. think, we didn't think they were going to be great, and then they come out of the gate, just pounced on Sheridan, Lost by seven to a good Warren team, and then they've been rolling. They beat Mom L. Mm-hmm. You know, they beat BB. They lost by four to Mills, and then Moulton beats them. Yeah, I, that's a, one of them head scratchers we were it talking is. about. And then number eight is Lake Hot Springs Lakeside. They're five and one on the year. Beat Arkansas High thirty-four to thirty-one. They will be at home against Hope. Their one loss to Magnolia. Yeah, I mean, or, no, they lost. To, they lost to uh, Malvern. So they they lost Who's to that. Mal- uh, Lakeside? Lakeside? Yes, it was yes, close, though. Yeah, but they're five and two. Or yeah, four and yeah, two. Four and they, two. They've lost two games. Okay, yes. yeah. well, I had that wrong then. Yeah. And then number nine is Maumel, three and three. Lost to Robinson, 48-38. And they will play Morrillton, a Devil Dog team that is playing much better football right now. And then number 10, rounding out our top 10, is Camden Fairview, four and two on the season. Beat Magnolia, 40-14. to 14, And they will be at DeQueen. This Camden Fairview team lost to Lakeside. They did. And then Lakeside goes down and loses to Magnolia. <laughs> Which that came out of nowhere. Nowhere. Yes. But Lakeside only beat Arkansas High by three. Yeah. And then last week, Camden Fairview beat Arkansas High. Arkansas High is a lot better than people give credit for. Well, they, lose, they lost their, their best player, right? I think Maybe. so. I, I don't know why Lakeside's not playing, doesn't seem to be playing as well. Because the teams they beat earlier were good. Lakeside beat Fairview. They, the, the, the Lake Hamilton win's not as. Impressive as we it was three weeks ago. Well, <laughs> but know. back then they had their starting quarterback that's still. Right. That's right. That's right. That's all for five. That's eh? it for five. Yep. All right. Sounds good to me. We'll go to four then. I guess you would expect Malvern to still be number one, huh? And and somebody else is number one. You want to go ahead and say it? Oh, you want to do it now? Yeah, right. you might. We, could, we could go ahead and do it now. Our, it, it our is, pick them. Yeah, our pick them winner. Oh, yeah. yeah. We might as well. Might as well, might as well. So, bring them to Mal, the Malvern. <laughs> for a second, I was like, what is Tony talking <laughs> <laughs> So, this week's Between the Mats fan interactive pick them challenge winner is Ronald Dupree. Yeah. Yes. Father of the Jalen Dupree. So, it's a big week for the Dupree. Big week <laughs> yes, for Dupree. They're, they're both excelling. <laughs> it is. Madre Hill came in second. Yeah, he but he set the standard. He for set Dupree the standard and, you know, to, to and, chase after, and Ronald surpassed it. Yeah, oh me. We'll get a statement from them <laughs> later. <laughs> so great job, Mister Dupree. He was nineteen of twenty five. Hey, that's solid. It, yeah, this is the first time that's, anybody that's, from here is beating anybody. <laughs> <laughs> but there were there were seven seven. With 19. Is that right? And he, he won on the, the tiebreaker. That's great. What, was the, the, what the, was the tiebreaker? It was 65, I believe, was the score between uh, Harbor, Harbor and Springdale. Yeah. And he's hit 62. Nice. Yep. All right. I guess we'll do the teams now. Okay. <laughs> so, Malvern, number one, they're four and two. They beat Ash down 38 to six. They'll play Mina at home Friday night. Then, hey, uh, uh, one more thing. Uh, Jalen Dupree is 319 yards away from passing uh, 
Madre for the all-time yards. Is that yeah. right? I don't know if we'll get it this week because, you know, they'll probably get him taken out early. But in the next two weeks, it'll be. Good deal. You'll have That's, a new king. Yeah. He's awesome. I, I love watching this game. I do, too. Me, too. Harding Academy is number two. They're 6-0. and oh. They beat Bald Knob 42-14. to 14. They will not play this week. Uh, number three, Warren, 6-0, and oh, beat Dumas 49-6. to six. They got a big one. They big play game. at DeWitt Friday night, a DeWitt team that – I think I'm going to be there. You know, I've been a, a DeWitt fan this year because they kind of came out of nowhere. Sure. Everybody is. Yeah. But, the, but then last week I kind of was like, all right, listen, they've just kind of skated by some teams uh, to stay undefeated. And then they they left no doubt. Uh, they didn't last week. They didn't, you know. So, so you know, we talked about kind of having a hangover. Do you think Cross It had a hangover? I don't know. Maybe? I don't know. Or is it's that just hard? It's hard. So I don't because Cross It's a really good team. Right. I mean, yeah, but, and you don't. But you also don't expect Warren, Warren to just beat Cross It by three in no. those games. But also Warren, you know, had a terrible game turnover wise. And, and you know, they got up 28-14 at half, and they had three turnovers. You yeah. know, were on drives yeah. where they could have. So you know, I don't know. Yeah. So interesting uh, mix there. Well, it'll be an interesting matchup Friday night. To that, see how absolutely, yeah. So I'm excited to see. The, I, I'm excited to see this Dewitt team play. I've seen and they Warren. Gotta, and Warren's got to go down there. That's right. All right. So number four, Elkins six and zero beat Barryville sixty two to seven. Let me tell you, <laughs> I, I asked Matt uh, the other night. I was like, well, I guess they're trying to get their average up. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's their low on the season? Because uh, you know, last year they led the state with fifty point three points think per game. Forty one. What's their lowest? Yeah, it's a bad game. Yeah. Bad game. <laughs> yeah. And you'll see you'll see uh, Dizzy's stats again this week. I mean, he was like 15 for 17. He just doesn't throw in completions. Yeah. All right, so uh, Elkins will play Green Force Friday night. Rivercrest, they are 4-2. and two. They're the number five team in the state. And Beat Colby Jones Turner Road. is back full speed. Is he? Yeah. Good. They he had, he's averaging 17 yards a carry. So, is, was his brother – the Turner kid from a couple years That's ago. That's what I was just fixing oh, again, to ask. Uh, yeah, it's got to well, be. I mean, surely. Yeah. I mean. They beat uh, Jonesboro Westside 45-6. to six. They play Highland Friday night. A Highland team who we had just on the outskirts of the top ten uh-huh. and then Friday night got beat by Blyfell. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six, DeWitt, as we mentioned, uh, they're they're tw- uh, 7-0 after a 25-6 to six win over CrossFit. Imagine DeWitt right now when they when Warren comes down. That's going to be a great atmosphere. They that, hadn't had a team like this. Yeah, you know the town's going to be fired up. I was up. just excited. Oh, so, yeah, oh, absolutely. That whole town will be there. Oh, absolutely. Because somebody asked us a couple weeks ago, when was the last time DeWitt uh, was 5-0? and And now, when was the last time they were 7-0? <laughs> yeah. All right. So, number seven, Ozark, 5-1. and one. Ozark is playing at a high level. They yeah. beat a Lincoln team that's good. Yeah. And we, we sent a video guy there, and I haven't got the video yet, but uh, he'll, he mails it in, so I can't wait to see that. They yeah. beat Lincoln 44-7, to seven, and they'll play at Gentry, another good team. Yeah, that would be a good ball game. Yeah, Arkadelphia, number eight, two and three, they didn't play. They're the best two and three team in football. Now, is Gentry <laughs> Talon, Talon Williams? Uh, yeah, it's, I think yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's a sophomore quarterback. Yeah, it's, I think uh, that's Bo right. Williams' cousin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're, uh, that, they're five and one, three and zero oh in conference. Yeah, they're That's playing right. well. That's right. Well, you know, Lincoln lost their first game last week. Yeah. Uh, Arkadelphia, they will play at Waldron Friday night. Number nine, Stuttgart. You know, this one here, I think they were up by one at halftime over Riverview, so that was kind of a head scratcher. Uh, but they're four and two. They beat Riverview thirty-five seventeen, and they'll play the Cavemen of Cave City at Cave City. And then number ten. 
the CAC Mustangs. Six and one after beating Pottsville 44 to 43. They've had a ton of close games, but they keep pulling they, them out. Exactly. I yeah. mean, they keep, they yeah. keep pulling they, them out. I mean, I know they, they, they've struggled on defense, but their offense is. Yeah. 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 Grace Wilson's playing at a high level. Yeah. I, I wonder how that game ended to be such a, you know, one-point ball game. You know, Pottsville's been playing really, really, yeah, well. really well. And then uh, for them to get beat by one, I'm just wondering how it ended, you know. Yeah, I am too. Uh, they'll play Clinton at home Friday night. And that is all of it for 6A. Or 4A. for 4A, sorry. Man, I'm excited about this classification come playoff time. For it, yeah, because well, it's, it's just so such a mix. Because usually you got your your 7A conference down there who's got three or four yeah. in the top ten. And they're struggling this year. Yeah. You know, Nashville. 7-4, yeah, the 7-4. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nashville, you know, is playing better ball now. And they might find their way up in there. But Nashville did the same thing last year. They they were terrible at the beginning. And That's then, they started, true. then all of a sudden they start – they but, make it this – they beat Elkins, you know, 63-62. Yeah. But, and, but you know, Arkadelphia put it on them pretty good a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So, that, that kind of had our scratching our heads. But uh, Arkansas, Arkadelphia also – Mercy ruled Malvern last year. And Malvern wins <laughs> yeah. state championship. That's right. So, true. that doesn't happen this year. <laughs> I bet you it doesn't happen this year either. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll get three and two. Your insurance is only as good as your agent. At American Safeguard Insurance, we have excellent agents. I'm Tori Martin, Personal Lines Manager with ASI. Our team makes customer service a priority. American Safeguard Insurance does everything in-house from personal to commercial, bonds to life and health. We will work fast and efficiently for you. Stop by and meet the ASI family in our new location at 1165 Bob Courtway Drive or visit americansafeguardins.com for a free quote. Experience more coverage, more savings, and more service with American Safeguard Insurance. When it comes to your roof, the cost of repair or replacement can be overwhelming. You need a reliable roofing team to address problems with your roof to prevent potential or additional damage to your property. If you have concerns about your roof, you can count on the Call Your Roofing team to take care of your roofing needs and develop a solution that's best for you. At Call Your Roofing, we have over 50 years of combined experience. We are a local, family-owned and operated business that strives to do our very best every day. We provide professional service and hire trustworthy employees. Collier Roofing is master certified, licensed, and bonded. When you reach out to Collier Roofing, we will send a member of our team to perform an inspection of your entire roof. Since 2013, Collier Roofing has worked to be the roofing company that Arkansas can count on. We work hard to ensure a quality job, from using durable roofing materials to hiring trustworthy, qualified employees. We offer a variety of high-quality roofing services to give you a durable and beautiful roof for your home or business. Whether residential or commercial, replacement or repairs, even seamless gutters, give us a call at 501-733-5163 or visit our website at callyourroofingllc.com. All right, we're back here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. It's time for 3A Top 10 Maddie, let's hear it. All right, another classification that should be really good come, love it. come playoff time. So week seven, top 10 for 3A. At number one, the Bearcats from Boonville, four and two on the season, beat Greenland 41 to 14. They will be at Mansfield this week. And this is a, a big ball game for playoff implications. Mansfield's five and one on the season, two and one in conference. So big game for that conference. Number two, Prescott, six and one on the season, beat Falk 54 to 14. They will have the week off. 
Number three, Salem, seven and zero on the season, beat Melbourne. This was this score kind of made me scratch my head a little bit. Uh, Thirty-eight to twenty-seven. That's a little bit closer than I expected that ball game to be. Yeah, I, I did too. I I think what we're seeing, honestly, I really believe this. Over the last two weeks, Melbourne has started playing considerably better. I agree with you. Salem will be at home against the Oval Summit this week. Number four, Hoxie, six and zero on the season. They did not play last week, but they will be at Pigott on week seven. Number five, Charleston, three and three, beat Mansfield in a slugfest, fourteen to seven, and they will be at Hackett. And so that's that Mansfield team that will be playing Boonville. Um, took their first loss against Charleston in a fourteen to seven ball game. The, 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 and that was a good game. Like it was close. It, there was never more than one score difference. Right. Number six, Harmony Grove, five and two, beat Rising fifty-six to thirteen. Got a big one this week as they will play at home against Fordyce. And Fordyce is undefeated in conference, even though they haven't played maybe to the standard that we always expect Fordyce to play to. Yeah. But uh, still two and zero in conference, and and got a chance to to make some noise here. Number seven is Glen Rose after they beat Bismarck 33-14, to 14, a, a good Bismarck team, uh, kind of put it on them a little bit. So, Glen Rose is 4-2 and two on the year, and they will be at Danville. Number eight, Walnut Ridge, 5-2, and two, beat Piggott 49-0, and they will be at home against Osceola. Then number nine is Mansfield, 5-1, and one, lost to Charleston in that close one, 14-7, and big one again, as we talked about earlier, they will be at home against Boonville. Number 10, Bismarck, 4-2 and two on the season. Man, they've been playing so well and then took one on the chin to Glen Rose, but uh, they will be at Magnet Cove and win another good one this week for them. Hey, well, uh, number nine, so Mansfield, you know, so Coach Overton, this is his first year there. Okay. Anyway, he was at – he was assistant for years at Boonville. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. And, so, and so anyway, this is kind of a homecoming for him, <laughs> and he's got a great defense. So he, and he knows these guys, so this should be a great game. Yep. I mean, this – you know, and – you know, I'm sure we're picking Boonville, but you know, it's it. This Mansell team is, and they're young. Yeah, they, their their defense is, is is fun to watch. Well, though. and if you know, you think about it, they're already talented defensively. Mm-hmm. He's got the inside knowledge of Boonville. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it, there's anybody that knows how to stop <laughs> Boonville's offense, it's. It should be Harding Academy and Mansfield. Because <laughs> Harding so, Academy, you know, that's what Harding University runs. Yes. So, those guys, when they're practicing the same field, they should come down there. <laughs> so, you know, we didn't we – didn't take Bismarck out. Yes. Even though they took a pretty big loss, mm-hmm. that Glen Rose team is playing very, very well. Now, the interesting thing is we had Magnet Cove up around number four. I know. And that was not a good loss. It was, no, it was a close loss, but it was not a good loss. Not a good one. And no. so now you've got two teams who are both coming off losses mm-hmm. who are both trying to fight for or how, how relevant are they? Sure. So it'd be a good ball game. It's a, it's there's a lot of things, a lot of implications with this game, conference game, yes. playoff seating, mm-hmm. who we are. Yep. You know, so it's it's that's a big one. Well, that'll be it for three A. Down to you boys. All right, Middle Springs number one. The Hornets are six and zero after beating their cross county foe forty two to six. And I just lost. Uh, I think it's the Howard County Cup. I was going to say. I think I just lost the name of the cup. I think they're playing for <laughs> And you the played for it, right? We did not. You did not? No, that was not a thing back then. Hmm. Derrick's was really bad back then. It was us at Murfreesboro back then. Uh, but now, you know, past few yeah, years, so Derrick's has really come on. And before I was there, uh, you know, 10 years before I was there, Derrick's was really good. Now, Derrick's, now Derrick's also beat at Mineral last year. Yes. And, and I don't know if you know this, but 
Derek's coach, Ernest, was the Mineral Springs head coach yeah, two and, years ago. and left in the spring. Left in the spring, so, yeah. Before so, the fall season. So, I'm, these guys know him. I mean, these players yeah. know, you know. So I'm, that's, that's I'm going to say Coach Hathcock does not let them go this week without reminding them that they got beat by Derek's last week, last year. Yeah, well, so, <laughs> right, right. Well, so they beat, they played Derek Friday night. Yeah, they played. Uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, it was yeah. last week, so, yes. Yeah, he reminded what, him every day. <laughs> well, so early it was like seven to six or yeah. six to six, and I was like, "Oh no, don't be one of <laughs> not those again. Games. Don't be one of those games, right?" Bates, our young, our, our new guy, was at the game, so this is his first game, and, and he he loved it. He was like, "But it was a, it was a terrible game. It was a terrible game." <laughs> yeah, it just at first I was like, "Oh no," and then they they just took off and did what they've done all season, uh, scored forty two points. Uh, so minerals going to be down off. from their seventy though. <laughs> Last, that's right. Go. Minerals off this week. What's interesting is, is before the season, you would have thought, okay, can Mineral Springs beat Mount Ida? Now it's can Mineral Springs beat Murfreesboro? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a great game. It mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Two undefeated teams, right? Is that week 10? When is that? It used to be the last game of the season. I don't know what it is. I hope now. not because I've got a schedule that's like full of Conway, uh, uh, Bryant, Bryant yeah. and then uh, EPC. Then the Thursday, the week 10 before, Thursday night, I'm going to EPC. Uh, Mark Archery. Tree. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I, Week 10's I, always got great ball It does games. have great games. Yeah, yeah and you and, and you got to pick one <laughs> to like, go oh to. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> which will be at, at Greenbrier. So, we can't, you know, I, before the, before We used we, to go. Well, before we committed to that this year, I had Conway Bryant on my schedule. Sure. It I is. think everyone in the country, everyone in the state has had that Ooh, on their schedule. And, right. and also, you know who else is playing Week 10? Christian goes up to Greenwood. Oh, they do. Yeah. Thursday November 2nd. I may go to this game. Maryland. It's at Murfreesboro. Oh, Maryland. okay. It's at, okay, so then. Thursday so then, night. That's the yeah. Thursday night? Okay. I'm going. Okay. Coach Hathcock. <laughs> I'm coming. I'll be there. Right, Bates will be there too then. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be on the other Coach side of the Coach Cheshire, state. please let me in the gate. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Nashville boy. We've got some neutrality there, right? Yeah. All right, so. <laughs> Uh, number two, EPC, 5-1. and one. They beat Cross County 36-8. to eight. They they just went down there and took care of business. Yeah, and and, and, and Gaines was, you know, his, his hamstring still, he's not 100%. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he, it looked like he was limping in the end zone. Like, you know, like, it, and I say that jokingly, like, you know, he ran like a 4-6 in the end zone. <laughs> like, you know. Instead and, of a 4-3. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's just, you know, but he didn't need it. I mean, it was like nobody was around him, he, so he was just kind of like hob- hobbling in there. And, and that's that's a good, that's a big win because that cross-county team has played really well on defense. That's what, that's what I is. thought. So, I thought the same thing. And then some guy on EPC sideline, we were talking, he's like, you thought the Mark Tree Desert game wasn't gonna be was gonna be closer than wasn't gonna be as close as this game. He goes, "This is gonna be a mercy rule game." I was like, "Are you kidding me?" He goes, "Yeah." And then after two possessions, like I look at him, and he goes, "I told you." <laughs> I, was like, yeah. I didn't. I didn't expect it to necessarily be close, but I, you know, that cross county team. What Carlisle beat them seven zero. Yeah, but yeah. they had seventy four yards of, of offense. Yeah, which says a lot about the defense. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. and so and, and really the funny thing is, cross county's defense didn't play that bad. I mean, it, yeah, it, yeah, they really didn't. Mm. All right, so EPC's got another good one with Earl Friday night. Number three, Carlisle did not play. They're five and one. They'll go down to a Hampton team that's really struggling after losing. I saw pretty badly to Baptist mm. Prep. Uh, number four, Desark five and one beat Mark Tree in 
Triple overtime? Triple overtime, 66 to 64. I did not expect it to be that close. Well, it wasn't, I did not. It wasn't early. Yeah, what was the score early? No. I was up by three, like three scores. I was like, okay. Yeah, I, yeah so that's why I was like, okay, I chose right. Because I was going to yeah, go that game too. or the other ones. And then I was like, and then I, I get to win. I'm like, well, it's six, 52 to 52 <laughs> or whatever it was. I was like, oh. Well, Junk showed me the score when they were way up because I think I picked Mark Tree. Yeah. And and so when he showed no. me. I think me and you picked Deslark and Kevin picked Mark Tree. Okay, because when he showed me that score, I was like, holy cow. Yeah, what happened? And then I get in the car after the game and I hear the score, and it's like, what's going on? Yeah, it's nuts. All right, uh, number four, Deslark. They'll be playing Clarendon Friday night at home. Number five, Hazen. Uh, they are 6-1, and one, beat England 53-18. Hazen's just doing what you expect. I was just fixed to say, you know, at the start of the season, we, we thought Hazen was just going to walk with this thing. Yeah. Had 16 returning starters off a state championship team. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, it is minus Luke King, their quarterback, right. which is a big piece to the puzzle. Yeah, like I talked to Basankin about this. All right, so Hazen averaged seven points per game on defense. They allowed seven points per game. Half of that, so that's seven, seven times whatever, fourteen, you know, hundred, hundred points, something like that. I terrible math. I'll, I'll but I'll, half of that was with Luke King out the first half when he got ejected last okay. year, and <laughs> well, then he well, but also on the offensive side of the ball, uh, last year that game was tied, I believe, at halftime. Wasn't like thirty it? thirty or something. When like that. he wasn't in the game, that's what I'm saying. So he, they so allowed thirty in. points when that when him out there, and then they didn't. Well, they still had thirty points, I guess, in the yeah. first half without him. He. he but he, he was yeah. the difference. No, no, that's why that's why he was our Farm Bureau Player of the Year. Sure, I mean, no player can come in the second half and just change the whole game. Like yeah. it was like, I mean, so essentially, if they would have had Luke King that first half, they would average like three point five points per game on defense. That's nuts. But where I was going with that is like, so here we are, week seven. You know, after that that big loss earlier in the year, we were like, mm, maybe they're not very good. Maybe yeah. you know. And here they are, week seven, six and one. And they, they lost to Desark, who by like you know what was it? That was the overtime game, yeah. it, by yeah two points. Yeah. But as you said, they've basically walked away like we thought they would. Yeah, minus that game. That's right. Yep. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Yep, they're off this Their week. Their week ten Carlisle game will be another one. Oh yeah. <laughs> Number six Conway Christians five and one. They didn't play. Uh, they needed a week off. Man. They've had so many injuries. They sure have. Uh, they played J.C. Westside Friday night. Number seven, Bigelow. That's a big win for Bigelow as they beat Hector 21-7, to you know, shutting shutting down that Hector offense to seven points. They play at Magazine uh, this week. Number eight, Mark Tree lost to Desart. They'll play at McCrory. Another game that they're going to have to show up to play. Uh, I think they're better than McCrory, but McCrory's always going to give a – a, a, you know, a, a strong effort. Number nine, the Rattlers of Murfreesboro. They didn't play. They're five and zero. They'll go to Mount Ida team, a team that's got about fifteen players. From what I understand, is that right? Uh, still put up a good game Friday night. Uh, then Hector, number ten, they lost to Bigelow, and they'll be off this week. And boys, that does it for our top ten. All right, guys, she got a text from my wife. All right, so our six-year-old Tyler just uh, lost her first tooth. Oh, so, nice. Uh, yeah, so just got it. And so, what is the going rate for the tooth fairy? For the <laughs> you, first? Don't, you don't want to know what I did the other day. What the tooth fairy did? You mean? Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, what is the going rate? All right, so this is gonna like I'm embarrassed to say this, but Warner had two teeth that had to come out. Actually, Warner had one tooth that had to come out. Because there's another one growing in over it, and and I felt like I worked on it for over an hour, and like with pliers, no, but trying to pull it out, I pulled out the tooth beside it <laughs> that was that, it, that we didn't even know was loose, and still didn't get this one out, and and he was crying and bleeding everywhere, and I finally told him I said, listen, 
$20 a piece if you'll just sit there and let me do it. Okay, so this is not coming from the Tooth Fairy. This is coming from you. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Dad had to take over. Tooth Fairies, I was I, I got I overruled the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> okay. So he made 40 bucks. Now, am I, am I embarrassed to say that? Am I proud to say that on, on, uh, for people to hear this? No. But at that point, I would have given him 100 if I could have just got that tooth. <laughs> He's hey. going to have to get his negotiation skills down <laughs> a little bit better. Hey, so so uh, so it's it's five dollars too it's, much? No, it's not a, too much. It's, uh, it's fair because she does it. She can't read. Yeah, you know. No, so. right, right. No, well, that's <laughs> or just, count. That's just it. As as Warner, I could have been like, you know, I give you three of these five dollar bills instead of two <laughs> one, of these 20s. or one hundred, and then right, like, now right. now good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think five is five is probably what we normally do. Yeah. All right, well, we're, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll hit our pickums. Hey, high school sports fans, this is Matt McJunkins with Between the Mats, better known as Junk. For several years now, I have felt protected personally having coverage with Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett Associates for cancer, accidental death, and more. I feel even better now that I found out that with their Accident Protector Max policy, my boys are covered on and off the field. It provides accidental death and dismemberment for the entire family with coverage for emergency treatment, hospital stays, and more. The best part, in the unfortunate event that we have an accident, the benefits are paid directly to me. For just a few bucks a day, I can't afford not to have it. As a dad of athletes, it's important to know that my kids are protected. It's important for your kids to be protected too. Give them a call today at 501-225-5556. Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett & Associates. They'll get you covered. Your insurance is only as good as your agent. At American Safeguard Insurance, we have excellent agents. I'm Tori Martin, Personal Lines Manager with ASI. Our team makes customer service a priority. American Safeguard Insurance does everything in-house from personal to commercial, bonds to life and health. We will work fast and efficiently for you. Stop by and meet the ASI family in our new location at 1165 Bob Courtway Drive or visit americansafeguardins.com for a free quote. Experience more coverage, more savings, and more service with American Safeguard Insurance. All right, we're back here. Thomas has gone. It's just me and Maddie, and we are ready to do our pickums. We do have Cabo. We do have Kevin's picks. His uh, grandmother passed away, and so we're praying with for his family. Absolutely, we hurt for him. We've got his picks, so we can continue on with the show. Absolutely, we uh, wait. Can't wait for getting back, getting back on here with us. You Absolutely. Know. But last week, uh, man, I had a I had a pretty good week, brother. Oh, about that. <laughs> can I mention that? I guess. So last week I was twenty two of twenty five. Junk was nineteen of twenty five, which is a good week. I beat Kevin. Yeah, beat Kevin eighteen. Kevin was eighteen of twenty five. So overall standings for the year, I'm at one thirty two. Junk's at one twenty four, and Kevin's at one twenty six. So you're at seventy five percent. Now, granted, we don't do all the games. No. So the gimmies are out there. That's right. We so, I try to pick some of the hardest yeah. ones. I mean, we're picking games that it could go either way most of the time. Most of the time. Some weeks you're just trying to make a, a, a roster <laughs> of games. Yeah. There are some gimmies on here, but not not very many. Kevin's got me by two right now. It's gonna come down to the wire. You, you got me by eight. So I'm I'm starting to uh, listen, I'm not I'm not going all in yet, but I'm starting <laughs> to throw some deep balls. All right, me. all right, we'll see. All right, well, number one for week six, Pick'em Challenge. Number one is Murfreesboro at Mount Ida. I went Murfreesboro by 17. Kevin went Murfreesboro by 20, and I went Murfreesboro by 25. Okay, number two, Mark Tree at McCrory. 
Now, this is a, a big game for that conference. Mark Tree has been playing well. McCrory, like you said earlier, I mean, they're always going to put up a fight. You know, they might not have the, the talent and the skill sure. that they've had in recent years, but right. they're, they're still going to be well coached and they're going to play you hard. Absolutely. But I do have Mark Tree in this one by eight. Kevin has Mark Tree by 30, and I have Mark Tree by 20. Okay, number three, Earl at East Poinsett County, an East Poinsett County team that's playing at a high level right now. I've got the fighting Dennis Gaines by 13. Uh, Kevin's got 14, and I have 21. Number four, Bismarck at Magnet Cove. This is the battle for the 10th spot in our top 10. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so I'm going to go – I went back and forth on this one. I think it's going to be a really good ball game. I think Magnet Cove bounces back this week, and I've got Magnet Cove by six. Kevin's got them by seven, and I have them by six. Okay. Number five, Perryville at Melbourne. And this one is another one that I kind of I struggled with. I think because of the way Melbourne's been playing the last couple of weeks, yeah. I'm going to go with the home team. I'm going Melbourne by three. So I did too. I picked them by one just because I'm, I'm like you. I've, yeah. I've noticed that. Yeah. Uh, Let's see, Perryville by six is what Kevin says. Okay. He's on the island. Number six, Boonville at Mansfield. Be a big game for this conference and seeding purposes. I've got Boonville. I've got the Bearcats. I think they're just too much for Mansfield. i got them by seven. Uh, Kevin's got them by 17, and I have them by 14. Okay. Number seven, Charleston at <clears> – excuse me, Charleston at Hackett. So, this is also – implications for our top 10 because yeah. we had considered Hackett at that 10 spot also. That's right. So Bismarck, Magnet Cove, Hackett could all be <laughs> fighting for that 10 spot. Very true. Charleston with the big win last week. Um, they had a big dedication for all their high school championship and state coaches or state championship coaches. Uh, so big win for them. I think I'm going with upset this week. I'm going to go with the home team, Hackett by three. It's not a bad pick, Maddie. Uh, Kevin's got Charleston by 14. I've got Charleston by six, though. I think it's going to be a game. I do, too. Number eight, Cross It at McGee. And this is one that I went back and forth on as well. You know, Cross It's played really good football at times this year. Uh, yeah. That, that game against Warren. And then, you know, last week we just wondered if maybe they had a letdown and if they bounced back this week against McGee. I'm just thinking McGee such a hard place to go play. So, I'm going with the Owls in a close one. I've got McGee by four. Well, Kevin also has them by four, but not so fast, my friend. <laughs> Junk's going hey, on the island. If Crossit did have a down week, I think they bounce back. Yeah. And so, therefore, I went with Crossit by four. I like the pick. All right, number nine, Warren at DeWitt. The Dragons, 7-0 and on the season against the undefeated Warren Lumberjacks. Yeah. Man, this is going to be an exciting football game. Like we talked about, man, the the electricity in the in the atmosphere at DeWitt this Friday night is going to be off the charts. I know they're going to the town's going to be super pumped. Super pumped. Unfortunately, <laughs> they still have to play Warren. They still have to play the Lumberjacks. So I've got Warren in this one. In a close one, I've got Warren by three. Um, let's see. Kevin's got Warren by six. I picked Warren by three, and I'll be honest with you. And I'm a big Warren fan. Sure. I love what they do down there, Coach Embry. I'm, I'm kind of pulling for well, Everybody DeWitt. pulls for the underdog. I know. I just would love to see him continue to do sure. it. But I think that Warren is so good. Yeah. I do. I mean, I think they're good. And I, I think they'll probably figure find a way to get it done. I think, you know, what, what you might see, and it's total speculation, but DeWitt, not only are they talented and they're a good football team, but I think they're going to jump out early playing with a lot of emotion, running on that big high, 
and then I think they're going to come back down to earth, yeah. and then Warren's going to kind of get control of the ball yeah. game. So, number 10, Ashdown at Nashville. I've got Nashville in this one by six. Kevin's got Nashville by eight. I have Nashville by six. Boy, this is usually a game of two powerhouses, and I think that Ashdown's really down. Yeah, Nashville's going to pull – still. they're still putting up good numbers offensively, mm-hmm. but Ashdown's struggling. Number 11, Lamar at Pottsville. I've got Pottsville in this one by 13. Kevin also has Pottsville by 13. I've got Pottsville by three. That group, that cluster of teams yes. keeps beating each other. They do. And, uh, you know, Mayflower slipped up on Lamar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Possible barely – What didn't they beat Mayflower? Two touchdowns, but it was a good game. It ball. was a good game. Mm-hmm. You know, you throw CEC and Clinton in there, and it's just like, man, yeah. who do you pick from week to week? I know. So, I, I did go with Possible by three. Okay. Number 12, Clinton at CAC. Uh, this Clinton team, man – They've got some studs. They've got a good ground game. Kind of underperformed. They have a little bit. I wouldn't be shocked if they if they pulled on off an upset this week, but I am going to go with CAC by seven. They've not been able to stop some of these offenses in the conference, and that's why I went with uh, CAC by 14. But Kevin's got CAC by one. Okay. Number 13, Rivercrest at Highland. Big game here in that conference. I'm going to go Rivercrest in this one by four. Yeah, Kevin picked him by 10. I picked him by 18 just because I saw what the speed of Blyfield did to Highland, mm-hmm. and Riverview, Rivercrest has got it. Yep. Number 14, Blyville at Gosnell. I'm going to go Blyville in this one by seven. All right, uh, Kevin's got Blyville by two. I've got Blyville by six. Number 15, Lone Oak at Heber Springs. And this one is going to be a good ball game. Coach Pascal. Over there, Van Pascal at Heber Springs, start, kind of starting to get some momentum. Yes, they're get, starting to play at a, a better level. Getting that program going the right direction again. So, with that said, I'm going to take the home team, the Heber Springs Panthers, by one. Kevin's got a Heber Springs by seven. I've got them by six. It's at home. Uh, and like you said, you know, the defense has really stepped mm-hmm. up. And, and they're figuring out that, that offense game. That's right. Number 16, Ozark at Gentry. Another big game, big conference conference implications in this one i'm gonna go with ozark by three kevin's got ozark by 14 i'm split the middle i've got ozark by eight all right number 17 p ridge at shallow christian shallow just continues to roll i've got shallow by 20 kevin's got shallow by 24 i've got him by 25 you know that's nothing against p ridge shallow is just Playing some football. They sure are. Number 18, Harrison at Alma, an Alma team that has kind of been resurrected from the ashes. You know, this is a program that has a lot of pride, a lot of tradition, but the last probably, what, say five, six years, they've kind of been down a little bit. Well, they're playing Alma football again. They are. They're just lining up hitting you in the mouth. They're Airedales. I'm going Alma in this one by 12. Kevin's got Alma by 11. I've got Alma by three. You know, that Harrison team is kind of Jekyll and Hyde. They are. But, you know, at times they're they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. Hey, I want to say something about Shiloh Christian, too. You know, this this we, we keep watching how good this Little Rock Christian team is. Don't forget that Shiloh Christian <laughs> thumped them. <laughs> they did. That's scary. I know. They sure did. All right. Number 19, Batesville Southside. I guess we just call them Southside now, right? Yeah. Southside at Nettleton. Southside's undefeated on the season. Nettleton is still playing good football. I think they're just a little uh, – just get a little overwhelmed in this one. I'm going to go with the road team, Southside by seven. Yeah, Kevin's got them by 14. I, I think Southside will take care of them. Uh, I've got them by 22. Okay. Number 20, Pine Bluff at Whitehall. So, how does Pine Bluff react after that loss 
Well, there's just so many things that could that could play play come to play in this game. Number one, are there going to be players out? Sure. Number two, this is the Palm Bluff team that beat BB by six, mm-hmm. and then had a chance to beat Mills. I mean, it just depends on who shows up. Well, and this Whitehall team's kind of the same way. That's, yeah. You're exactly <laughs> right. Exactly right. I am going to go with the Zebras by three in this one. Kevin's got them by six, and I as well have them by six. Okay, number 21, Van Buren at Pulaski Academy. A Van Buren team, after the loss to Greenbrier, has started playing better. Got a big win yeah. last week against Russellville. Sure did. Uh, beat Lake Hamilton the week before that. So, playing better. Uh, but I do believe Pulaski Academy at home's too much. I got PA by 10. Kevin's got PA by 28 in this game. Ooh. Uh, and I, I could see that after the score Friday night that PA put up, mm-hmm. but I, I'm I'm with you, man. I've got PA by six. That Van Buren's just playing ball, but that, PA is a hard place to go play. <laughs> it very, it's a very true statement. Number twenty-two, the Panthers of Greenbrier at Russellville. Russellville coming off that close loss to Van Buren last week. I've got the Panthers in this one by ten. Kevin's got Greenbrier by eight. I picked Greenbrier by one. That worked out for me last night. It did. Too, so, I'm just going to stay with it. <laughs> I like it. Number 23, Marion at West Memphis. Rivalry game here. Crosstown rivalry. I'm going with Marion by three. Kevin's got West Memphis by three. I got I got West Memphis by three also. Oh, man, y'all put me on I, an island. You got them at home. I know. Uh, they're playing. You know, that, 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 that Catholic game really turned my head. Sure. I was like, okay. Yeah. You know. Well, we had an argument a week after that. We did. About, about who's <laughs> the, above the other. We'll find out. Who's I told right. you. I told you. We're going to find out. <laughs> That's right. Number 24, Bentonville at Fayetteville. I wish I could go to this game. Oh, uh, it's a big one. It's going to be a fun one. I do have the road team in this one. I've got Bentonville by four. So, would you say that this is the equivalent of the Conway Bryant yeah, game? I think so. I mean, these are the two biggest games in the state this year yep. in 7A. Yeah, I agree. All right, you you got Bentonville by four? I do. So, Kevin's got Fayetteville by four. I've got the home team by one. Ah, I got the Purple Dogs by one. I love it. Love it. Number 25, Jonesboro at North Little Rock. A Jonesboro team that's been playing better. Actually, this is our number nine and number ten team in 7A. Yes. Uh, North Little Rock, a big win last week. I'm going to go with the home team in this one. North Little Rock gets it done by seven. Kevin's got North Little Rock by six. I picked North Little Rock by three. And Let me just say on that Bentonville game in Fayetteville, I could have flipped a coin. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, I really think it goes either way. The only thing I think to give the net edge is the home, home field advantage. Yeah, and that's why I asked Thomas earlier, like, is there is it that big of an advantage up yeah. there? But. And if you're keeping up and taking uh, and and in participating in our online pick'em challenge, our tiebreaker this week is Arkansas High at Little Rock Park View. So we will look for the total points in that yeah. game. So yeah, that's gonna be uh, that's a tough one. Yeah, just because you just don't know how many points Park View wants to score. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, that's it for our pick'ems. Yeah, we'll take a quick break here. When we get back, it is going to be time for our player stats. When it comes to your roof, the cost of repair or replacement can be overwhelming. You need a reliable roofing team to address problems with your roof to prevent potential or additional damage to your property. If you have concerns about your roof, you can count on the Call Your Roofing team to take care of your roofing needs and develop a solution that's best for you. At Call Your Roofing, we have over 50 years of combined experience. We're a local, family-owned and operated business that strives to do our very best every day. 
We provide professional service and hire trustworthy employees. Collier Roofing is master certified, licensed, and bonded. When you reach out to Collier Roofing, we will send a member of our team to perform an inspection of your entire roof. Since 2013, Collier Roofing has worked to be the roofing company that Arkansas can count on. We work hard to ensure a quality job, from using durable roofing materials to hiring trustworthy, qualified employees. We offer a variety of high-quality roofing services to give you a durable and beautiful roof for your home or business. Whether residential or commercial, replacement or repairs, even seamless gutters, Give us a call at 501-733-5163 or visit our website at callyourroofingllc.com. Hey, high school sports fans. This is Matt McJunkins with Between the Mats, better known as Junk. For several years now, I have felt protected personally having coverage with Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett Associates for cancer, accidental death, and more. I feel even better now that I found out that with their Accident Protector Max policy, my boys are covered on and off the field. It provides accidental death and dismemberment for the entire family with coverage for emergency treatment, hospital stays, and more. The best part, in the unfortunate event that we have an accident, the benefits are paid directly to me. For just a few bucks a day, I can't afford not to have it. As a dad of athletes, it's important to know that my kids are protected. It's important for your kids to be protected too. Give them a call today at 501-225-5556. Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett & Associates. They'll get you covered. All right, we're back here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. It's just me and Maddie Stats. It's time for our player stats. Matty, kick it off. All right, in Newport, Demetric Denton, two carries, 66 yards, one touchdown, three catches, 46 yards, and another score. Amani Wren, 10 carries, 117 yards, one touchdown, three catches, 90 yards, two touchdowns, and also had an interception. And then Luke Reynolds in Newport, 7 of 13 passing for 137 yards and two scores, and four carries for 38 yards and a touchdown. Over in Pulaski Academy, Brandon Cobb, he was 25 of 39, 376 yards, five touchdowns, seven carries, 26 yards, big night. Alex Ezeldin from PA, four catches, 37 yards, two touchdowns. Andrew Fizer, 11 catches, 174 yards, two touchdowns. And William Svoboda, four catches, 59 yards, and one touchdown. I meant to ask Thomas. I'm almost positive that it is. I wonder if Andrew is kin to Charlie. I bet he, I'm, you would think so. Yeah, I would think, think so. so. NCAC, Grayson Wilson, 16 of 26 for 245 yards, four touchdowns through the air, also had 51 yards on the ground and two more scores. Reynoldson Sullivan, 23 carries, 119 yards, and then Josiah Warrior Benson, four catches, 72 yards, and two scores. Harris Vincent at Benville West, eight catches, 101 yards, two touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. Lance Stroud from Bentonville West, 63-yard pick six. In Mineral Springs, Evan Irwin, seven for 18, 200 yards, five touchdowns through the air. KT Thomas, six carries, 65 yards, Three catches, 94 yards, and three touchdowns, and also had a 70-yard kickoff return for a score. Malik Matthews in Mineral Springs had four catches for 80 yards and two touchdowns. And Ramaj Ware, 11 tackles on defense for the Hornets. Pierce Yates, a name we've mentioned oh so often at Prescott, 17 of 23, 256 yards, three touchdowns, seven carries, 38 yards. Janoa Harris, 11 carries, 108 yards, three touchdowns. Dwayne White. 
six catches, 95 yards, one touchdown, and Jalen Johnson for the Curly Wolves, two catches, 38 yards, and two touchdowns. You know, we, we kind of skipped over this, but <clears throat> we haven't talked about Prescott much this year. Not much. We just kind of keep mentioning that they they're just, number two. They yeah. just do what they do. That's right. Is this the year? It's legit, in my opinion, and I've talked to you about this just one-on-one, but this is the year that I believe they have the greatest chance to do it. I got you. Because, you know, they've had some really, really good teams yeah. the last three or four years. They've always had injuries. They just, yeah. I mean, talking like broken leg type injuries. Yeah. Yeah. Just, we'll pray for them to stay healthy throughout the remainder of the season. And you know, I love Coach Glass. Yeah. He's a great guy and great coach. Sure. Over in Jonesboro, Asa Myers, 16 of 22, 246 yards and three touchdowns. Chris Stacy, nine catches, 205 yards and three scores. Markevious Pickett in Jonesboro, 35 carries. That's a lot of carries. It is. For 230 yards and four touchdowns. What a ball game. Yeah, both of those kids. I mean, nine catches, 205 yards, three touchdowns. That's that's incredible. And then – 230 yards, four touchdowns. We've sent we've sent a shirt to Mr. Stacy. Yeah, yeah. That's not his first go around. That's right. Over at Boxite, Garrett Oliver, 27 tackles, one tackle for loss. Gosh, I'm Kyle Vogt, teammate, 20 tackles, three tackles for loss, and an interception for a touchdown. And then Marcus Wimberly only had nine tackles. <laughs> but, but he had 20 carries for 146 yards and six touchdowns. Good grief. What a game. Dizzy Dean over in Elkins was 15 of 17 for 227 yards and five touchdowns. I would like to see his completion percentage He's on the It's got to be high. That's <laughs> Owen Miller type. That's yeah. right. Jaquay Walden in Elkins, six carries, 124 yards, and two touchdowns. And John Townsend, four catches, 47 yards, three touchdowns. And Mr. Stone Dean, three catches for 72 yards and one score. Notice something about Elkins stats. There's a lot of them. Well, not just that, but it, there's no uh, Deshaun Chairs. Oh, yeah. Another running back. I hope he's not hurt. Gotcha. So maybe they just saw an opportunity to sit him, not give him much action. Hope that's the case. Yeah. All right, over at Malvern, Jalen Dupree, 27 carries, 206 yards, three touchdowns, just another Friday night. <laughs> Dylon Caradine, eight catches, 71 yards, one touchdown, and he had a pick. Ramir Bennett, seven tackles, a fumble recovery for a 73-yard touchdown. Very nice. And Conway, Donovan Amolo, 25 of 34 for 285 yards, two touchdowns, also had 11 carries for 86 yards and two more touchdowns. In Conway, also Desmond Davidson, 17 carries, 165 yards and two scores. And Chris O'Neill, 11 catches, 165 yards and two touchdowns. I'm telling you, if his name's not up there as the nominee for player of the year this year. Him and Omolo. Yeah, absolutely. Both have incredible years. Over at Parkview, Montario Elston, two catches, 90 yards, two scores. In Benton, Drew Davis, the sophomore quarterback, 14 of 16, for 349 yards and seven incredible, touchdowns. Man. What a game. And Braylon Russell, four catches for 89 yards and a score. How, how funny is that stat? <laughs> You're running back. <laughs> it doesn't have any rushing oh. stats. And then uh, Elias Payne, three catches for 108 yards and two touchdowns. Matty Ice, Contreras in Hot Springs. The Trojan was four for seven. 87 yards, two touchdowns, 24 yards rushing, two touchdowns. Tari Brogdon, 40-yard touchdown kick. Catch and a 54-yard punt return for a touchdown. Owen Miller, speaking of Owen Miller at Harding Academy, was 16 of 22 for 223 yards and three touchdowns and also had 14 carries for 98 yards and a score. Isaac Baker, three catches, 69 yards and one touchdown. And Kyler Hoover in Harding Academy had eight catches for 75 yards and a score. 
All right, that takes us over to Nashville. Trey Hopkins, 23 carries, 112 yards, four touchdowns, three catches, 16 yards. Tucker Dixon, 11 carries, 83 yards, one touchdown, one catch for six yards. Carson Chambers, 14 to 27, 142 yards, one touchdown, 12 carries, 45 yards, one touchdown. And that's he's a freshman, right? He, uh, no. Sophomore. Sophomore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Over in Catholic, Jackson, England, he's also having an incredible year. 20 of 26 for 260 yards, 11 carries for 60 yards and four touchdowns. Cooper Nannan, 22 carries, 113 yards, three catches for 25 yards. And Cody Fogelman, eight catches for 136 yards. Recognize that last name? Yeah, it's a coach's kid. <laughs> I think I so. <laughs> That's awesome. So that will take us to our week six Players of the week. Isn't it crazy to think that it's already the week six player of the week? It's nuts, man. So, here we go. In 2A, Middle Springs quarterback, Evan Irwin. Five touchdowns and 200 yards on seven of 18. 3A, Prescott's Genoa Harris. 11 carries, 108 yards, three touchdowns. 4A, Marcus Wimberly from Boxside, The future Razorback had nine tackles. And 20 carries for 146 yards and six touchdowns. 5A, Matty Ice Contreras from the walls of Hot Springs, the walls of Troy. The walls of Troy. Walls of Troy, yeah. <laughs> so the quarterback from Hot Springs was 4 7, 87 yards, two touchdowns, ran it for 24 yards, more and two touchdowns. 6A, Drew Davis. 14 of 16, 349 yards, seven touchdowns. You know when we're doing this, we consider who's gotten it already and who hadn't, and you look at a kid like that and you're like, well, we've already given him one. <laughs> but how, how do, do you not? How do you not give him another one? How do you not give him another one? And then 7A from Conway, the great quarterback Donovan Amolo, 25 of 34, 285 yards, two touchdowns, 11 carries, 86 yards, two touchdowns. Let me tell you, Matty. You'll, I think you'll agree with this. You could give him one nearly every week. You could. And and what's really special about this one, for me anyway, is I, I had a chance to go to the Conway Cabot game last year yeah. and help him on the play-by-play. You know, Conway just did not play well. Donovan had a bad game that game too. So, for him to be able to bounce back in his senior season in such a big game and play the way he did, I, I think it's that's really special. That, that's awesome. It really is. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll give you the college rundown. Your insurance is only as good as your agent. At American Safeguard Insurance, we have excellent agents. I'm Tori Martin, Personal Lines Manager with ASI. Our team makes customer service a priority. American Safeguard Insurance does everything in-house from personal to commercial, bonds to life and health. We will work fast and efficiently for you. Stop by and meet the ASI family in our new location at 1165 Bob Courtway Drive or visit americansafeguardins.com for a free quote. Experience more coverage, more savings, and more service with American Safeguard Insurance. All right, we're back here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. It's the final segment. It's the final countdown. <laughs> and it is time for our college talk. Maddie, what's up? Well, we'll start with the Hogs. Two and four on the season, 0 and three in SEC play, lost again Saturday to Ole Miss. Man. Can I can I just say though that I, this game wasn't a huge disappointment for me. I didn't look at it as like we're just terrible. I, we should have won the game, I felt like, but mm. I mean I think everybody that loses a game that's close feels like they should have won a game. Yeah. We did a lot of things right. I agree with that. I mean, you, you look at you compare that game 
to the previous game. Sure. I mean, you got to feel better. 100%. At least they made some improvements. Defense played lots out. Defense played amazing. I, I, I mean, you hold that Ole Miss offense to 24 points. Yeah. You feel like you should win the game. Absolutely. And I think if most people, if you would have told them, said, hey, Ole Miss is only going to have 24 at the end of the game. 360 yards. Yeah, you feel like well, yeah. we're going to win then. Right, right, absolutely. We just, you know, KJ, he just doesn't look like himself to me. He doesn't at all. It's not the same quarterback from last year. I, I don't understand it. I, I still don't understand some of the third down play calling. You know, it's it's third and goal from the eight, and we run a, just a quarterback go, and, and it's just like – yeah. You know, one of the things that I've always been super impressed with KJ, especially the last two years, is he's always taking care of the football. Mm-hmm. Like, he he very rarely threw interceptions, no. and he threw two really bad ones. Yeah, Saturday. the first one was really bad, and I think he just didn't see that guy because there was a receiver past him about 20 yards. Yeah. And he, he, he's been throwing the ball really low lately. Mm-hmm. Like, he's been throwing lasers. Uh, maybe that's part of it, but – no, you're right. I mean, he doesn't usually. And the last one, you know, he's just trying to make something happen. Right. But, no, I mean, he almost never throws interceptions. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to say, and I could be wrong here, I want to say last year he only threw like three the whole year. Yeah, he went forever without throwing one. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, I I know he's playing hard. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But, uh, but as far as I, I don't think he's the same quarterback. But he's one thing, too, He's most plays he's running for his life. So, what a – so, <laughs> well, I say that that's not fair. There were several times he threw the ball Saturday that he had a ton of time. Sure, we just we had zero run run offense. We oh, haven't all year. We have like thirty four, thirty five yards, thirty four, thirty five yards. Sad. That's bad. That is awful. Bad. So what do we? I mean, where do we go from here? I mean, you just got to keep trying. You go, you go to Alabama next week. Yeah, and you you got to be logical, realistic. Yeah. You, you can't expect to go down there and get a win. Uh, you just hope that you can scrape together. Can we still get six? Yeah, we can. Okay. Mm-hmm. You just yeah, because we lost Liberty last year and still great, you know. So hopefully we can we can pick it up. Just make improvements. Yeah, you know. All right. So we talked about the hogs. Now we got to talk about the bears. Boy, let me tell you, I, I didn't see most of this. Cause, <laughs> well, because I was at home and I was watching it on TV, watching my boy JB Brazil. Yeah. On ESPN he said Plus. he did an awesome job. Oh, he always does Man, awesome. He's, he's solid. He's good. I raised him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a great guy. Uh, but, you know, it was terrible for the first three quarters. Oh, so hard <laughs> to play, watch. They, they were defensively, you know, like like the guys that I like to watch a lot. You know, Logan Jessup played really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Walker played. He had a lot, of, a lot of penalties. But other than that, he's still killing people. Yeah. Uh, but – Boy, the, the corners and, and D-backs just got toasted all game. They did. And uh, I just – I mean, I, like I say, it was, they were down how many points in the third quarter? It was like – It was 30-6 to six at the end of the third quarter. Yes, yeah, so they are down 24 points and not showing any sign of doing anything. So, I went and started getting ready to watch the Arkansas game. Yeah, sure. Well, yeah, I mean, and I think most people did. I mean, Cassie and I went out to, at halftime and broke down our tent and, like, put everything away. <laughs> yeah. and, She's like, you want to go back in? I was like, let's just stand out here and watch it. Yeah. You know, because we could see from our tablet right. spot. Yeah, y'all got a great spot. Yeah. And so, I was like, you know, if they score a couple more times here in the third quarter, we might just sneak out. And, uh, yeah, right. But then, you know, they kind of held it together there in the third quarter. And then, hey, here we come. And then next thing you know, like, I mean, it was just incredible. I, I've never seen anything like it, especially in a college game. Yeah. I mean, you scored 32 points in the fourth quarter alone. I mean, we had 230 yards total offense going into the fourth and had 260 in the fourth quarter. 
What's funny is, is at the at the end of the game, I see us. So you you text me, it's like this is unreal. I'm like, hold on, he's not talking about the Arkansas game. <laughs> so I pull up the score, and I'm like, holy cow! Yeah. So I turn it back on, and I see us. I see UCA score to go ahead. Is that right? And then they get the ball. Yeah. And apparently, with ESPN Plus, you have an allotted amount of time. Really? Like to broadcast your game? I did not because know because during the drive, it shuts off. You're kidding? No, me. that's why I was like. Well, did they win? What, did they win? <laughs> I'm texting Matt because, of course, he's trying to probably leave, you know, and stuff. And I'm like, hold on, I need to know. <laughs> so, Michael Vane ended up having a great night after that spectacular fourth quarter. He was 31 of 44, 397 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. <laughs> Unreal. Uh, Miles Butler, what a night he had. Seven catches, 117 yards, two touchdowns. Christian Richmond, to me, was probably the play of the game for the Bears because – we scored so quickly, yeah, and it kind of you know didn't take any time off the clock, so right. it gave us a chance to come back. Yeah, uh, caught one and took it to the house. He had three catches for eighty-four yards and a touchdown. Has the Butler kid had a big year? He's starting to come. I was going to say he's yeah. kind of a newcomer, isn't he? he? Is. Yeah, yeah. And then Gerard Barnes, six catches, fifty-two yards, and a touchdown. And uh, the Bears moved to four and two on the season. They'll be on the stripes again next Saturday against Stephen F. Austin. Ooh, are they as good as they usually are? No, they're a little down this year. Yeah, but uh, that's another game that you feel like you can win. Then they'll have a week off, and then they'll play Tarleton at home. I saw where Sam Houston played Liberty, like, super close. Super close, yeah, Yeah. for sure. Which I don't know, is that Liberty team still? They're still pretty good, Yeah, yeah. So, in the GAC, OBU beat East Central 31-14. to Yep. Harding beat Northwestern Oklahoma 62-0. to yeah. Henderson beat Southern Nazarene 42-28. to And Arkansas Tech squeaks one out with a 9-7 to victory. Who'd they beat? I think they were playing baseball. Yeah. <laughs> they, so. they beat Southwestern Oklahoma 9-7. Okay, that's, that's who Harding played last week. Yeah. Yep. They'll play uh, – Tech's got UAM at 3 o'clock this Saturday – uh, Henderson has SAU at 3 o'clock, yeah. which will be a good one. But not as good as oh, no. the Harding-OBU head-to-head yeah. matchup for number one in the conference, probably for big seeding. Probably for top four or five in the, in the country. Yeah, so um, it's at Harding, right? Yep, I believe it's at 6 o'clock. 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. I think 7 o'clock kick. I got OBU at Harding at 6. Okay, maybe so that's it, right. It may be at 7, I don't know. That's going to be a big one. You going? Oh, I have every intention of it. <laughs> I'm probably going to get a bus to take everybody that yeah. wants to go. Oh, I bet. You know, I like to take my kids with me, and, and Coach Simmons is real good to help me out with that. Yeah. So, uh, when I say my kids, I mean my football boys. Right. And, but I, one thing, somebody asked me this week, said, hey, can, can so-and-so go? And I'm like, absolutely, if it's not sold out. Yeah. I was going to say, I bet it's going to be a hard ticket to get. Yeah, I, I text Coach, Coach uh, Simmons last week. I was like, hey, I got a whole herd of them wanting to go. He said, well, come on. And he's been was more than gracious to, to help me with that. Uh, but I can say it, it, it could be a sold out game. Man, that will be an awesome. Uh, now I don't know how that works because there's so much room there to stand at the end zone. Sure, because there's there's not a track there anymore. Right, and and it's just a little small wall that's about knee high, and people line up all across there. Really? So, so you could fit 
a gazillion people in there. Yeah. So I don't know how that's going to work. I'm going to check with Coach Simmons this week. That'll be cool. Yeah. Arkansas State lost to Troy, 37 to three. They're three and three on the year, and they will play uh, at home against Coastal Carolina at six o'clock on Saturday. So uh, in the in the Harding game, mm-hmm. eleven Bisons ran the ball Saturday. Coquillon had seven carries for 90 yards and a touchdown. He was one for two throwing the ball with a touchdown, 34 yard pass. Jalen Spicer had three carries for 69 yards. Blake De La Cruz, eight carries for 56 yards, one touchdown. And then Brayton Jay, oh, Cabot boy, mm-hmm. he had one carry for 37 yards and a touchdown. Well, the funny thing is when you read the stats each week now with this offense, you're seeing names you've never heard before because these these kids are getting so much playing time. Sure. Normally in a close game, like like Saturday, you won't see a lot of these kids yeah, play. Right. Usually you'll see Brayton Jay, you'll see <laughs> Blake De La Cruz, yeah. you know, Chauncey, you'll see Cole Keelan, but – now you're seeing some kids that now. I mean, you, I could have read that whole list of eleven, and you'd been like, "But that's but that's great for awesome for the future. program." Yeah. yeah. So, did you see? Just because we got a few more minutes here, did you see the way the Miami game ended? I just had something pop up and say, kind of a brief description. Wow. But tell us, tell us. I just don't. It just. I don't know how something like that happens. So Miami is there's 38 seconds left. In the game. Right. They've got the ball on um, the opposing 30, say 30, sure. 35. Right. They could have literally taken a knee and, and killed the clock, ran the clock out. Right. They run a play, hand it off to the running back. He gains about four yards and f- fumbles the football, which, you know, you think, well, they've, there's only 20-something seconds left. No big deal. Right. they got to go 70 yards. Well, they did. They do. They go 70 yards and score and win the ball game. Did they have any timeouts left? I don't think so. So, they just – they could have kneeled it and not yes. – the clock wouldn't have stopped. Yes. Oh, yeah, tough. it's tough. And then, hey, Texas, Oklahoma. Everybody said, hey, Texas is back. Not so fast, my not friend. Not so fast. Oklahoma pulls it out. Big win for Coach Venables. Oh, huge. So, hey, Miami, is that – Lashley. Lashley. He's at – um. See an offensive coordinator. He's somewhere? at SMU, head coach at SMU. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. He went back to SMU. Yes. Because yes. he was with Chad Morris. Yes. And then went down to Miami and then got back. To, that's a better job, I think. Yeah. Not historically, but I think right now it is. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Wow. All right. Is that it? That's it. All right, man. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. Uh, go out and support your high school teams. There's only a few weeks left in the season, believe it or not. So it's going to be a beautiful night, Friday night. Get out and support your local teams, and we will check y'all next week. Later on. Hey, high school sports fans. This is Matt McJunkins with Between the Mats, better known as Junk. For several years now, I have felt protected personally having coverage with Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett Associates for cancer, accidental death, and more. I feel even better now that I found out that with their Accident Protector Max policy, my boys are covered on and off the field. It provides accidental death and dismemberment for the entire family with coverage for emergency treatment, hospital stays, and more. The best part, in the unfortunate event that we have an accident, the benefits are paid directly to me. For just a few bucks a day, I can't afford not to have it. As a dad of athletes, it's important to know that my kids are protected. It's important for your kids to be protected too. Give them a call today at 501-225-5556. Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett & Associates. They'll get you covered.